Welcome to All Four Downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. I am Joe McGuire. And boy, uh, what a season we've had thus far. We're going to get you all caught up and we're going to do a, a preview of some of the great games coming up this weekend, including the Garbage Bowl between UConn and UMass. More importantly, though, uh, Penn State, Iowa, what a huge game. Huge ramifications, obviously. That's a game I'm really looking forward to. I, 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 you know, it's funny. There's actually something that's been burning me up all week. And it's these college rankings. And it's not even the idea that, you know, I've heard a lot of Georgia people talk about they should be, they should have moved ahead of Alabama. Laughable. Love the Iowa-Penn State thing. Glad since he's in the top five. Oklahoma suspect six. I think they're on their way out this week. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Nine, Michigan, 10, BYU. I like it. I struggle with seven and eight. Ohio State, top 10. I disagree with that notion completely. They're ahead of Oregon, who's number eight. And guys, we we had the same situation last year. Obi Muniz, Jace Garcia, thank you for being here. And, and talk me through this for a minute. We we did this last year when Florida went to Texas A&M, go to College Station, and they lose. And justifiably so, behind them in the rankings the next week. But it did, did not take long until Florida was ahead of A&M. Now, let me explain to you how I understand and interpret college rankings. And if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. But in theory, number one beats number two. Alabama's supposed to beat Georgia. That's why they're one. That's why they're two. And Georgia would beat Iowa. That's why they're two and three. Iowa, Penn, you get what I'm saying. But see, that's a great formula until I get to Ohio State. Because they're supposed to beat Oregon, who's number eight. But they didn't. This is one of those situations where I, I'm trying to rank Big Ten, uh, Big Ten, Pac-12, SEC, ACC. Some of these teams will never face each other. No common opponents. It's hard for me to, to gauge strength of schedule. Who's better? I literally saw Oregon beat Ohio State. I know, I know how obsessed the AP is with Ohio State. Somebody help me out. I, I well, first, let me stood. We already had a poll. Yeah, and uh, they kind of like changed their uh, their. Well, their you don't name. think that the Power Five formula is going to have Ohio State ahead of Oregon? I do. I do. I'm sure well, it's some and, mathematical and, formula and will the, explain well, why if they played again, Oregon probably mm-hmm. wouldn't win. But if you look at it this way, Oregon lost to Stanford, which is an unranked team. Now, you have it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break. But listen, <laughs> I, I understand your frustrations of having Ohio stay in the top 10 because of their performance. But as I discussed this with Jace before the show started, Ohio State only lost to Oregon. Okay, and it, and it wasn't even a blow. It was an actual great game, right? Really good game. They really but lost. 
Well, any other opponents, they took care of their business. Now, is it was it awesome? No, but did they cover the spread? Absolutely. Okay. And the fact that when you look at Oregon losing to Stanford, which is what they're two and two or something like that, you lose it to an unranked team. That looks very bad. And that looks very bad no, for the Pac 12. It's always tough. Everybody knows that. Come on. Okay. Cut them some but slack. so is Cut UCLA. There's Arizona time. State. There's other teams better than Stanford. There's no slack. Dude, the, again, based on, I, based on There's what no I just explained to you about you know, the idea that, nothing. in theory, you would think that this team would, and that's kind of how this rolls out. So explain. No. It doesn't make no. sense to me. I'm just. Right. Listen, listen, listen. I know, Jace, hold on for a second. Okay. I just finished explaining to you that the only loss that Ohio State's had oh, was I'm against aware Oregon. Of who it was. I, but I'm when well Oregon lose to a nobody, because Stanford, they're not really a, a, a they're not a right team. No. You know, they weren't they're not the same when Andrew Luck was there. Okay. Yeah. They should have never lost that game. And they beat themselves. They had the lead and they let Stanford tie the game and went ahead and you can't do that and represent the Pac-12 that way. Just telling you. So, yes, I do agree Ohio State should be ranked above Oregon. That's no, all. No. Chase, go it's, ahead. It, it, no, it, 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 I'm sorry to say no. that's that's incorrect. You're I, I, I get where you're both oh. coming from. I, I like No, I, I think when they're right next to each other like they are in the AP polls, you have to give them that bump. I get that Stanford is a much worse loss than Oregon is to Ohio State. But when it, you're right there, you got to give that bump. If there were like three teams between them and you gave Ohio State the, the upper one, then I, I get it, I guess. But right there, just optics-wise, that looks terrible. And, I mean, that Stanford game, that's a whole different thing. Stanford's a tough place to play. They're, they're a weird team this year beating USC and Oregon now two great wins and terrible losses along with it. So that that's very weird. But, yeah, I think when they're right next to each other, you got to give the team that won the nod. But if there were a couple teams in between them and, and they had a good argument for why those teams were in between them and Oregon was below Ohio State, I, I could get it. But when they're right next to each other, you got to give it to who won. And, look, the pitch is going to be even better when it comes to this weekend. Like you mentioned, Joe, we got – Penn State visiting Iowa. Then looking forward towards the end of the season when you were already going to have Ohio State facing Penn State, right? Uh, Michigan State, Michigan. So all that is going to determine exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna to shape up to where everyone's going to show their true colors. And I don't believe that Ohio State will, will even win the rest of the season. They won't. So... I understand how bad you want Ohio State to get out of the top 10, and eventually they will, just not right now. I, again, and, I, you know, Jace, I think you actually really put it perfectly, so thank you for saying that. Yeah, right, it's that idea that they're sitting right in front of one another, and it's like, I, I just watched that game. They lost. Like you said, Stanford is a, pl a tough place to play. Yeah. And – that kind of thing happens in the in the Pac-12. That's just that's how they do. Uh, I just I I can't I just can't get behind that. It burned me up all last year with Florida and A and M, which was funny. They it was all because once once uh, Florida lost, 
They just wanted to sneak A&M in there anyway. So uh, they were just sitting there kind of stashed. But I, I don't know. This just rubs me the wrong way. That's all. It should. And thank, well, you. Hey, thank you for agreeing gonna, with me. You didn't have to do that. You're going to uh, be surprised on, on, on these uh, top 25s that myself and Jace made for you. Uh, but before we do, hey, this show is brought to you by CMG Sports Podcast Network. Visit CloverCrestMedia.com for more shows and varieties of genre of uh, podcasts. So you like thriller, you like uh, sports, you like drama. There you go. Visit CloverCrestMedia.com. And also subscribe to All Four Downs. Follow us on Facebook. Like us and leave a comment. And big shout out to James Lill, who's uh, wanted to know who should win, USC versus Utah. Um, your answer is already in the message board. But we got let's get started from the real games. But before we do, top 25, baby. And here we go. Looking at my list, I have Georgia number one. Georgia has shut out their opponents back-to-back weeks. They have shown that they have, are the best defense of the nation. They got a better defense than Alabama. Alabama fourth quarter defense is not so pretty. And especially when you're supposed to dominate Ole Miss like they did the first three quarters to allow them to score 21 points, it's kind of suspect. And I think there's also suspect on Lane Kiffin on that game. But, hey, that's another story for another day. But, um, yeah, Penn State, well-deserved. But guess what? Penn State and Iowa are going at it. The winner of there could potentially be the number three team in the rankings uh, coming on Sunday. And, of course, I have Iowa State, excuse me, Ohio State at number six because there was a big turbulence going on with all these top teams losing. So my biggest surprise, my biggest jump, and I'm looking very closely, is Oklahoma State. They're doing a wonderful job. Uh, They're the, the most quietest team right now in the Big 12. And I won't be surprised they go neck-to-neck with Oklahoma this year. I am really looking forward to seeing them facing Oklahoma face-to-face and see if Spencer Rattler could actually have a great game against them. I know you got some more comments there, uh, Joe. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what it, what is this. This is what your – is this your poll? That is my yeah, poll. Let me zoom in here for a minute. Oh, we could zoom in. You zoom oh, you in know why? I'm sorry. I, I, I saw your poll and I saw Georgia at the top. I thought this was from like 1988. I'm sorry. <laughs> 1988. Um, you're a funny guy, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very much. Oh, you're so uh, hilarious. You, the, I mean, the way, hold on. The way I mean, you your Syracuse are also State representing, Board. though, but I mean, it's cool. Jace, the I like- only way. The only way that he could rectify this Ohio State-Oregon situation was to bump Ohio State up further. Come on. There are so many teams that are undefeated still. What oh, what an amazing oh. amount of disrespect. Listen, Oregon's either a crappy team that lost to unranked Stanford or they're a good team who should be ranked ahead of Ohio State. One or the you, other. You already, you already established One that already. One or the other. Yeah. Yes, that one is or the unbelievable. Other. Anyhow, Holy we're moving smokes. on to Jason's top 25. He has yeah. Alabama, Georgia, Cincinnati, and Iowa. I like that Cincinnati. I love that. They've um, been three all year. I, love that. I think, I love I think they're well-deserved. He's rewarding teams that have actually won all of their oh, games. I think that's great. Then. Yeah, sure. 
after after that insult. After that, exactly. That's I'm about to go there. After what you had told him last <laughs> week, he yeah. felt the pressure. He was like, "I can't have Joe on my back anymore." <laughs> I told you they were gonna be there for one week. Oh it yeah. Was. But uh, hey, uh, I mean, look, Oregon. He dropped them all out of the top ten. Yep. Uh, that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But hey. Yeah. Listen, when you lose to a team that's not ranked, dude, I'm sorry, man. But I like uh, where you got Oklahoma when you State When you lose at. to a team that lost 20. to an unranked team, that oh, makes 20. you there worse. You but, uh, Ovi, before the show, you were giving me some slack at Ohio State. I have teams undefeated and only t- besides Oregon. Oregon beat them. The other okay. two teams that have a loss ahead of them lost to the number one and number Two team mm-hmm. uh, to go with your Georgia take. I'm not mad at putting Georgia number one because of how dominant that defense is. But as I've said before on the show last year, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Alabama's still the reigning champs. That's You're why right. I give them that top. You're five. absolutely right. But also keep in mind that Georgia is playing without their starting quarterback for as back-to-back. usual. And even when he right. does play, he's not that good. JT Daniels is not you that guys, good. You guys are so oh, delusional down there. He's delusional, man. Get out of here. I can't believe he said that. Uh, We're going to do the show without him because eventually he doesn't know a real time. Hey. He said, if he could agree with me with Mac Jones, he should agree with me with JT Daniels. I know. I just don't agree. <laughs> I can't. Dude, I you can't sound like Jace. Like He's last, always last season. hurt. Dude, last week I watched the game, and I'll tell you what. Look, they they played a great game. Stetson, uh, um, what's his face? Stetson Bennett. Bennett? What a ridiculously stupid name for a (laughs) 5'9 little munchkin cowboy of a man. Let me tell you something. Before the game, they were hyping this guy up like he was the next next Johnny Manziel. It was crazy, dude. They were all hyping this guy up, and it's like, this is the guy you've been bitching about for like two years. That he's holding it back. I was so he he's a little more mobile than JT. You know, let me tell you something. Georgia's offense is not good enough to compete with Alabama. Plain and oh, simple. That's stop. why you're still number two, stop. and that's why stop. that's the best you can hope for in 2021. Sorry to say, my dog. Well, you will see that in SEC championship when they're already predicting Georgia will beat Alabama this year. Who's so, predicting that? People I from am. Georgia. You see this right here? Hey, I am. I, I'm and I'm going to tell you, winning the I've never been wrong when I'm sure I'm predicting, and, and that was one that I'm going to say is going to happen. So I, I like it. I'm with you there, Ovi. But before okay. we move on to top, tw- move on from top 25, I got to say, BYU is fraudulent. Every game that they haven't played a game outside of Utah this year, the state of Utah, their only road game was at Logan, Utah, Utah State. Everyone else they've beaten at home, and I think it was really big, especially this year being the first year back with fans to have that many home games. Uh, I think they're really fraudulent, and the AP putting them in the top ten is is disastrous. I don't think they deserve to be there. So you're trying to say they should have more road games? No, yeah. Uh, I'm saying that once they start hitting the road, you'll see how how good they actually aren't. I got to respect BYU, though. I mean, to accept the game that wasn't supposed to happen last year last and they year, traveled yeah. to Coastal Carolina. I mean, they're just playing what, they, what they're playing. And I'm sure that if somebody invite them to go on the road, they'll go on the road. They're not going to be chickens. 
No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying they haven't truly been tested on the road. That's uh, they are like like what I said in the fight game. The promoters get in the way, but and the fighters always want to fight. The players are always going to want to go out and play, but they just haven't been on the road yet. I, so I think that's going to be a real tough test for them when they start hitting the road. Ovi has has talked so many times about these schools don't play anybody. And we do that whole dance where, like, well, nobody wants to play those teams, especially when they get good. Why would anybody put K- Coastal Carolina or Liberty or BYU on the schedule unnecessarily? Nobody wants to test themselves. You know why? You fail. You fail those tests a lot of the times. Why risk it when you could play, uh, you know, UCSU. Georgia State, you know, Central Connecticut, or, or Western, or Western Kentucky Southern? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, hey, let's get let's go back here. So let's look at our wonderful nation right there. I gotta love college football, especially this Saturday. But hey, week five picks. I am still in the lead. And Joe and Jace, they could rotate around all they want, but um I'll still be on top. But I'm gonna here jump I am. this week. I can't believe as, as good a start as you got off to and as poor a start as I got off to that I'm this close. This is going to be the week where I steamroll you. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, just continue being last picker. And, and, you and you, you got, you got the, the Georgia stars in your eyes is your problem, mm. and it's diluting your view of everybody else. Talking about Georgia stars, let's talk about our first game, you. Georgia visiting Auburn. Now, I, just for you, Joe, I'm going to say it first, okay? All right? And then uh, you could you could uh, steal my notes afterwards, okay? Is that all right? Yeah, bring it. All right. So we don't know. It's still questionable if JT Daniels is going to start this weekend. But uh, Stetson Bennett, he he may may be the starter. But that is the biggest concern since he is five nine. And um, can he go against the Auburn defense? Auburn defense, of course, is suspect. And lo- unless they have the the referees on their side, um. But the main focus on this one is, can Bo Nix actually play quarterback? As you can see, each game he's been taken out. And I think he received some life last week when they ended up being victorious over LSU. But uh, there goes T.J. Finley, who is a backup. But it doesn't matter because that Georgia defense, they're going to put a stop to all that nonsense that they got going on. And besides, the only competitive team that Auburn's faced was the Penn State, and they lost. So give it up to Georgia. They will beat them by 20 points. Damn, I, I like that. I'm with you, Ovi. I'm going Georgia as well. Because I even with Stenson Bennett, I, I think with Stenson Bennett, they're very – Georgia's very similar to Penn State. Got that great, great defense. Got a, a stud wide receiver in uh, Jer- Jermaine Burton. And Stenson Bennett, while, while he isn't going to go out there and throw for 400 yards in 50 completions, he will manage the game enough to keep that, to have that defense win the game. And Auburn, even though they're there, they only got one loss, and that one loss was Penn State. They, they aren't, I don't know, they aren't really that good. They aren't the real uh, normal Auburn team. Uh, and I think that'll be shown when Georgia wipes the floor with them. All right. Well, 
number one in the nation in total defense, number one in scoring stops, number one in pass defense. They held that great Arkansas running team to 75 yards rushing. Only once, OV, so far this year have they allowed 100 yards in a game. Uh, everybody knows Bo Nix has been a huge disappointment. The guy's hitting about 50% of his passes. Jace, the defense it couldn't come up big last week. And for all of those reasons, I have Auburn pulling off the upset. What? And he said he's going to turn his season around. But That's okay. right. I get you. Right there. That's number one. I'm going to call you be like, yo, that was your call number me. one. You don't listen. You don't get the Red Sox and Georgia in the same week, buddy. <laughs> I will say so it's you're being a way. Yankee hater to pick up Auburn. You're getting one you or the like- other. You're not getting both. <laughs> Auburn. Let's go, Tiger. If there was one of those, like, we have seen in the past Georgia, like, the South Carolina game a couple years ago, that stands out where they like play down to their yeah. opponent. This yeah, I, I could lost. see this happening be here, but I, I just think George, this Look, Georgia team is different. Let me tell you the last time, Bo, the last Bo time, Nicks, the last visit. Bo Nix needs a needs a big game. He needs the last it more visit than that Georgia did going to Auburn. Georgia did lose, and Kirby Smart knows about it, and he already announced it. It's going to be a tough place to play. And the, the team will be ready. They are hungry. They are hungry. But let's let's talk about more. Let's talk about the Red River rivalry that's coming up this weekend as well. And the Red River rivalry started in 1931. That's right. The Red River Bridge War. How many of you guys know what that is? You guys know what that is? No. Yes. No? You know I... anything about history, Jace? I'm going to tell you some history, okay? That was the boundary conflict between the two states over a toll bridge and a new bridge. Okay. And of course, they had some issues in crossing the each other's bridge and the cost and everything else. But that bridge goes over the Red River. All right. However, in real history, there they've been playing since 1900s. Okay. And Texas. Owns the record at 62 wins, 49 losses, and five ties. Okay. They played in the Cotton Bowl, the Dallas Cotton Bowl, since 1914, which Texas won 32 to 7. They only played each other three, uh, what is it, twice in one season because they're in the same conference, only three times. And, of course, the last time was the Big 12 uh, championship, which Oklahoma won. So, with all that, I'm going to pick the upset here because Oklahoma's favorite. I'm picking Texas to beat Oklahoma. I believe in Texas head coach Sarkeesian that's going to prepare himself, and he's done this before. He's going to prepare that team, and it's going to be – there's going to be a lot of firepower on this one. So let's go, Longhorns. Uh, I agree with you with a lot of firepower. I mean – both these teams are seemingly heading in different trajectories. And Oklahoma, they struggle week after week. This is the time. This is the time for Texas to finally get over the Oklahoma hump. If they cannot do that, uh, I'm going to uh, announce Texas dead to me. And I'm never going to touch them again or talk about them again. But I think they get it done. Bijan Robinson's a beast. Uh, Casey Thompson stud can get it done and jordan winningham is a deep threat and 
gnarly. Uh, I think they have everything they they need to get it done. It's going to be we're, we're going back a couple years. It's going to be the Red River shootout because everyone's going to be scoring. But it's going to be a great game. I'm going to go with Texas with upset as well. Uh, listen, Thompson and Robinson have been quite the combination, really setting up big plays down the field. They've been great on third down, and they've been able to come through in tight games. you got to love that. But, you know, you're hearing a lot of bad things about Spencer Rattler. He's hitting 76% of his passes. He's only thrown four interceptions. The problem is he's not making all the big plays down the field. I expect that's going to change. However, I also have Texas winning in a shootout. About time you start agreeing with us because I know you suspect, Joe. That means Joe did not know who to pick, so he's going to stay safe. I, I'm just going to stick with Texas. Do, do you hold on? Do you want to see my? <laughs> do you want to see my notes? I, I mean, my, give me a break. Give me a break. Well, all right. So tell me, Joe, is it over or under sixty three and oh, a half? It's way over. All right, Jace. Way over. They're gonna. Each team's gonna score sixty points. <laughs> Jace, not bad at that <laughs> prediction. Hey, uh, I lived by these words last week. I'm going to live by them again. Life's too short to bet the under. Root for the points, baby. All right, here we go. Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Now, both teams come out and tough losses. They're trying to rebound. I just didn't like the way Lane Kiffin managed that game. I think he got paid. Um, <laughs> honestly, man, who goes over fourth down in your own territory and the first half? Of the game. Why do people keep hiring that guy? He's a jackass. But I'm still picking Ole Miss to win. <laughs> I don't know, oh. man. This is a pick em game. I'm picking Ole Miss. It's at home. They're at Ole Miss. That's why I'm picking Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a very, very tough game to pick. I mean, Lane Kevin, he was also feeling himself about the Alabama, talking a little smack before the game. I mean, he definitely ate his words. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna go with the coach here. And uh, Sam Pittman has turned Arkansas around tenfold. Ole Miss explosive offense. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go with Sam Pittman to get the Razorbacks ready on the road to get the dub here. All right. Uh, let me tell you something. The the Razorbacks O line had a disaster of a week last week. I mean, they started the game off with the two uh false start penalties, too many penalties in the game. This team can really run the football well. They just went up against a great Georgia defense. Meanwhile, I think Ole Miss's defense is super sus. Uh, they got shredded. That is not a good defense. I think Arkansas gets back on track. And I think Lane Kiffin continues to look like the idiot of the SEC. Some people think he's doing it by purpose so he get the USC job back. Probably. <laughs> sure, well, Urban I'm, Meyer ain't going there though. Urban Meyer, he, oh, that's another story, man. <laughs> I got, I got so much to talk about that. It's not even funny. But hey, let's move on here. Let's move on. We got the game of the week: Penn State versus Iowa. Look, I've been like picking one then i find something else i'm picking the other and i'm going back and forth so today i finalized my pick okay penn state lost to iowa last year and of course penn state lost a lot of games right and penn state's a different team this season and, and i'm and i'm telling you right now they're going to revenge that 41 21 loss 
right? And they're going to go to Iowa and make all those fans cry, wishing that they could go to the college football playoffs. I'm picking Penn State to win. Damn. All right. I, this is tough. Both these te- both whoever wins this game is, I, I think, the favorite to win the Big Ten. I mean, you can see in the rankings. But I, I, I've been high on Iowa all year. It's a Kinnick Stadium. Stadium's a tough place to play. Uh, I like the Ninty Lions defense. I like Johan Dodson, but I, I I struggle with the play calling, and I don't think Sean Clifford's all right. But he isn't that next level. And I mean, Petrus isn't a great quarterback either. But I, I think he just does enough to keep them keep the offense going on the field. And this defense, this Iowa defense, is monstrous forcing t- takeaways uh left and right as we saw last week against maryland uh, i think Iowa gets it done pretty handily at home i don't know man but maryland was kind of overrated they tried to hype a maryland up and you guys both picked maryland i was the only one on Iowa. yeah and i felt i fell into trap on that yeah one. uh listen here's the thing i was reading earlier today that um 2.2% of passes in FBS are intercepted. 2.2% of all the passes get intercepted. Iowa's defense in the last four years is averaging 4.2 interceptions per game, which is nearly double the average. You're you're a little wrong about Sean Clifford. This guy's putting up uh, the, the best mark of his uh, entire career efficiency rate, touchdown rate, lowest interception rate since he became the starting quarterback there. The thing is, can can he get through a game without Iowa getting some turnovers, creating havoc? I don't think so. I'm going to take Iowa. I agree with you, Jace. I think it won't even – the score might even be close, but the game won't be. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. This is this is awesome. It's all it's both of you against me now. Okay. Right. How about this game then? UConn versus UMass. The battle of the toilet bowl, as Jace calls it. This is the tank bowl voted by the top two underdogs in college football. So I'm going with my home state. I'm going for Connecticut. Go UConn. Don't get the job done. I just don't know how. <laughs> I don't know. I think they win. I think I think whoever wins the coin toss wins the game. Okay. UConn wins. They're gonna call tails. <laughs> uh this is gonna be a gross like field goal battle. Just punts and field goals left and right. Oh, but I, I mean nah, that's gonna be more than that. I don't know, man. You UConn actually played pretty damn well against Vanderbilt, so uh, that's why I'm gonna go with them. Uh, I mean, SEC teams—they almost won that game, so yeah, I'll give them the nod here against UMass. In a battle between two garbage dumpster teams, I'm just gonna take the points. <laughs> uh, I'll take the points because it, it could be a zero-zero tie. No, it won't. No, it won't. I'm, I'm joking. I'm no. joking. It'd be three nothing. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Take them up points. So uh, I'm sorry, Jace. Who are you going for? UConn. Joe? I'm going to take UMass. 
You serious? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, listen, UMass sucks. <laughs> but so does UConn. No, yeah. The last time and if there's played... one thing, if I'm telling you, doesn't it just seem fitting that UMass is going to win? It's going to be like, uh, I don't know. I just have a, because you're right. Look, UConn on paper, coming off the Vanderbilt game, is in much better shape. Vanderbilt like looks good now. They finally got a win. kind of failure. Vanderbilt finally got a win. They're the worst in the SEC. Yeah. Just had to find the most garbage team you could. And, yeah. Uh, welcome to Connecticut. Yeah. Hey, but I got to give respect to Connecticut, though, man. Going independent and then playing all these good teams. That's, hey, that's how it's you do it, out, man. Right? That's how you get better. Yeah. Michigan visiting Nebraska. I got Michigan. I'm holding my breath, though. Because like everybody else, they're waiting for that one mistake that Michigan will do. But Michigan looks solid, so I'm picking Michigan. Oh, I wish this was a spread game. Nebraska's four and one against the spread after week since week one. They've actually looked pretty damn good. Uh, Michigan, I, I'm gonna keep chasing Michigan to fail. I'm gonna go to Nebraska here to get the upset. Uh, Michigan has not trailed for a second in any of their games so far this year. I am going to buy Michigan against Nebraska. Yeah. Fair enough. Even though I have that basketball symbol in the background, but all right. <laughs> Didn't even notice that. Now I can't stop looking at it. I know me too. <laughs> hey, let's flip the script here. Now let's talk about spreads. Ohio State favorite 21 over Maryland. I am picking Ohio State to cover the spread. Uh, I do think Maryland's offense has enough to uh, keep it oh, close. Sorry, 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 sorry. And my paper, I did not pick Ohio State. I'm sorry. I pick Ohio State to win, but Maryland will keep it close. They will be within 21 points. My I bad. don't know if you guys heard uh, Dante Demas Jr. Uh, looks like he's going to miss the rest of the season due to a knee injury. So I think things have gone from bad to worse for Maryland. No, but I mean, I, I still think Talia Tungavailoa, he, he, I mean, he had that bad game against a really good defense but i think he has enough to keep it close but i mean ohio state they've been getting after the quarterback i expect them to pressure him and i do think they'll cover this game so you picking maryland no ohio state well you think they're gonna i know yeah. I, I talked about it earlier about they always cover the spread but um i don't know i got i got oh maryland but go ahead joe who you got? Oh, I already said Ohio State's covering. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry about yeah. that. No, it's all, all right. good. I'm a, I'm a little lost here. Too much red on my screen. Hold on. Let me let me flip it. There you go. <laughs> Wake Forest favorite five and a half against Syracuse. I have Wake Forest. They are five and oh. Sam Hartman. Um, he's doing it up for the Wake Forest. I like it. He's doing good. He hasn't really faced anyone good good but then then again there goes Syracuse you never know what you're going to get so with Syracuse they got Sean Tucker who was a freshman running back who's leading the way in the offense but I'm going to take the most experienced players Wake Forest gets it done and they will cover I'm sorry I, I saw the line at uh, six and a half is this a hmm. mistake nope that's not a mistake 
What are you? What are you using Caesar's odds? I, what What is going on here? What is this? <laughs> hey, five I've and a half. Take it or I, leave it. I've take got Syracuse. Can I get six? Can you give take me six? It. Can we split the difference? I got it. I got Syracuse six and a half. I think it's going to be a close game. Okay, I give Syracuse you six. I give you six. I give, give me six. six. I, I'll take it. Take six. There you go. We'll take six. You take Syracuse. Yep. This one's hard for me to pick. Because I mean, Wake Forest. Syracuse is going to win 38 31, Jace. Dude, I, I, no, I, I <laughs> honestly wouldn't be surprised if Syracuse won. I mean, it, it's tough to play in the carrier dome. But I mean, Wake Forest hasn't played anyone. I, I really want to go Syracuse here, but I'm going to go Wake Forest. I'm going to go Wake Forest. Here it is. <laughs> Oregon State. Favorite three and a half over Washington State. Sounds like a Dr. Pepper commercial. Let's go State. <laughs> Those faces picking... <laughs> are so ridiculous. Oregon State, I'm taking them. I, I look, they're two and zero in the conference. Uh Washington State's one and two. I mean Sooner or later, these two teams will fall later down their schedule. I'm picking Oregon State. Uh, I'm still remembering them fighting very well against Oregon when they upset Oregon last year. Um, I don't know. Like I said, Washington State hasn't shown me anything. They're there. It, it is what it is. Oregon State got them three and a half. Jace. Yeah, I mean, uh, Washington State's got a lot of problems going on. I, I think. That Mike Leach leaving the Miss, Mississippi State really screwed them all over. Um, haven't been the same yeah, since. It's not their yeah. fault, man. He went for the I, money. I know. He went for I know. The money. <laughs> but they've been in disarray since. So, yeah, I'm going to go Oregon State to get it done. All right, Joe. Oregon State's 3-0 and against the spread after winning a game this year. I'm also taking the Beavers. Yeah. I can't wait to see them versus Oregon. It's going to be a good one. And last but least, we have Wyoming at Air Force. I'm picking Air Force. They're my favorite on this one. They're favorite by six. You want to up it, Jared, Joe? You want to up it? No, I, I got six here as well. Wyoming's only covered the spread once this season. I'm taking uh, Air Force in six. Yeah. All right. Sweep Wyoming almost lost to UConn as well. So yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Air Force here. Cover. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Absolutely. So this show is brought to you by CMG Sports Network. Once again, visit clovercrestmedia.com. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, all four downs, and follow us on Facebook. Click away. And again, any comments or whatever, hey, our show will be reposted on the website as well as hhwshow.com and for that that is a wrap it is time for the final whistle joe the floor is yours thanks guys lsu head coach ed or gary uh what's his face ed ogeron uh said something interesting um he said the responsibility for his team's poor performance in the loss to Auburn on Saturday, rests with him. 
That's right. Ogeron told reporters on Monday, ultimately, I'm responsible for the performance of this team. I always will be responsible. Responsible? Ed? Not always. He might not even be around by Thanksgiving this year. Now, Ed's been facing a lot of criticism lately, and it's well-deserved. LSU obviously won a championship undefeated in 2019. Since then, they're two games above 500. Now, uh, what Ed did in the conference the other day was he went through a laundry list of excuses. The offensive coordinator, the offensive line, got to get back to the run, got to simplify things. But he went to great lengths to say that he wasn't trying to make any excuses. He said, quote, I get asked questions and they may sound like I'm trying to point the finger. You know me. Everybody knows me. That's not me. I take full responsibility for everything that happens in the program. No, Ed, it sounds like you're pointing fingers. Man up and go out with some dignity. Thanks so much for joining us on all four downs. For Jace Garcia and Obi Muniz, I am Joe McGuire. Make sure you check us out, clovercrestmedia.com backslash all four downs. You can also check out hhwshow.com for all the latest in the wide world of sports. We're proud to be part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. We'll catch you next Wednesday night at 8 o'clock for all four downs.